appreciate that singing about that glad reunion day. Yes, well, during our revival, Travis Howard came, and uh, some of y'all know him, some of you don't, but he's a pastor up in Warren Coat. And he come in, and I know him, so I went back and shook his hand, and he said, where's Brother Barry at? So I pointed over here to Brother Rackley. He said, no, I'm looking for Barry Brown. <laughs> he's supposed to be here. I said, oh, he's over there. So uh, evidently you and Brother Travis probably met up at, the, at Calvary, I guess. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Uh, he sure thought highly of you, brother. And uh, I think highly of you, what little I know about you. And pastor thinks highly, if pastor thinks highly enough of somebody to ask him right here to preach, I think a whole lot of them too. Come on up, brother. the guys in the back to help me with that because my voice don't portray like brother other brother Barry and I'm sure uh, even if brother Jimmy hadn't reduced, introduced me as brother Barry Brown you would have knew right off that it wasn't Barry Rackley amen <laughs> <laughs> and I don't bounce up here like brother Barry did but I thank God tonight for the privilege I have and for the confidence that your pastor has put into me to come before you tonight and try to preach the word of God. And just what I'll deny that I want to say that, that that it's in here and I just hope God will help me to get it out. Amen. Yeah. But I want to first make a confession. And I know Christians are not supposed to be always confessing in public and all that, but I said over there during revival, recommitted myself <laughs> to the Lord. To help me to be a better Christian. To help me proclaim his word. And I praise God tonight he answered that prayer. I'm glad tonight's report to you that I had within me a new spirit. A new want to serve. A new desire to serve. And I praise God tonight that it would come forth during the, the message God that you would really know. That God. It's all about God tonight. It's not about Barry. And I know, I know within my heart that it's real. And I praise God for that tonight. Uh, but I just, I told Brother Mike that about my recommitment. I don't know if that's the reason I'm standing here tonight. But if that's the reason, thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. But this Brother Travis and I went to Bible college together with Brother R.J. And I thank God for Brother Travis. He was cooned a lot of our class, whatever that means, if I've said that right. But Brother Travis has always been a blessing. He's a tremendous preacher and a very, very good brother, and I love him very much. And I thank God that, that he would even consider calling me his friend. But I want you to turn away tonight, if you will, to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy and chapter 32. And I'm going to start reading in the 30th verse of chapter 31. Uh, as uh, all of you know, in Moses' song, how he tried to encourage the people of Israel. But it says in verse 30 of chapter 31, 
And Moses spake in the ears of the congregation of Israel. And the words of this song until they were ended. Give ear, O ye heavens, I will speak and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall be still as the dew. As the small rain upon the tender herb and as the showers upon the grass, because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. Amen. He is the rock tonight. He is work is perfection for all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right is he. They have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of the children. They are a perverse and crooked nation. Does that remind you of anything today? They are a perverse and crooked generation. Do ye thus request the quiet the Lord? Oh, foolish people and unwise, he is he not is he not the Father that hath bought thee? Hath he not made thee and established thee? Remember, remember the days of old. Consider the years of the many generations. Ask thy fellow, ask thy father, and he will show thee thy errors, and they will tell thee. I want us to concentrate and thank you on tonight at the title of this, this message that I'm going to try to preach to you tonight. We cannot, we cannot forget to remember. Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask you not that you would help me. Lord, yes. as I try to, try to stand before these people tonight, Lord, an unworthy servant, but I pray to God tonight you would touch me Lord, get it in me, the Holy Spirit, that I might be able to proclaim your word as it needs to be preached tonight. Lord, I love you. I love you. I thank for the opportunity that Brother Mike has given me. And I pray, God, that the Lord tonight will be to glorify you with nothing else in mind but to glorify you. Lord, I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. If you, if you remember tonight, as I said, Moses tried to encourage the people. And all through the songs of Moses, he encourages Israel to always remember how great God is. Amen. And I want to proclaim to you tonight, I bear witness tonight, I bear witness tonight that God, God is greater than your problems. He's greater than any problems that you and I Amen. will ever encounter. I praise God tonight that he's worked through a lot of problems in my life tonight, and I praise God Tonight, as we think about these things, that we realize how just great he is, that we don't have any problems that God can't handle, God can't care, take care of. God is greater than your own mistakes. My soul, I've been down that road, I've made a lot of them, but I thank God he's greater than all my mistakes tonight. He's greater than great. I praise him tonight. Lord, he's greater than all your sorrows. We've all been through some sorrows times. I know... I have the very time in my life when I can remember a, a very, very prominent thought in my mind of a sorrow that I went through. But Jack Tiger knows I think what I'm talking about. I lost my dad in the automobile. Well, I, my dad died in the automobile accident. 
And the brother that came the other night when Brother Joe Arthur preached and he sat here on the front row, Buddy Hoosier was his name, the one that was loud. That's Brother Buddy. But he reminded me every time he goes around that curve before the two or three teenagers run head on into my den. And I, I got angry with God. I'll be honest, I got angry with God for taking my dad. 1973, October 1973. My soul, a precious man, a good man, a good Christian man. I, and I missed him so much. And I still today remember his testimony, his love for me. But I thank God tonight that God saw fit to weaken and to humble my heart and to realize that he's in a whole lot better place. Amen. Amen. He's in a whole lot better place today. But I, I know God is greater. And he showed me how he's much greater than all my sorrow. Amen. But he's greater than your thoughts tonight. I have a problem in this area too. And I know if I'm Christians are, are really honest, they'll realize too just what a thought life is. How sometimes our thought life is, is the worst of all. But I, but I don't know. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of times that I have to get on Barry because of my thought life. And I ask to God to forgive me of my thought life. And how, how many times did I, did I go and accept his greatness to encourage my heart to wipe away some of the bad thoughts I have sometimes. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so honest tonight. And, and I'm just thanking God that he's so much greater than even my him. And I, I praise God tonight. He's greater than my sins. Oh, Brother Shane, I've been down that road. And I thank God that he's forgiven me for all of them. And he's still forgiving me for all of them. And I thank him tonight that he's taken away, Lord, the feeling of the wish, iniquity in my life at times. And I just thank him tonight for being greater than my sins tonight. But I thank God he's greater than the devil that tries to rob us of our blessings. He's greater than the devil. And I thank God tonight he has showed me many times, many times where I miss blessings and I let the devil do it to me. Amen. I know that's, that's not that's not a good, good way to put it, but I thank tonight. I'm thankful tonight that he's greater than the devil. He, the devil tries his best. When I started sitting in your church, I had been out of church. Watch TV church. I got angry. And I let people, I let people get in my thoughts and mind and keep me out of church. But I thank God for the day that I visited Currytown Baptist Church and He led me to a congregation that I've never seen such friendless in my life. And I thank God that He encouraged me through that. And he's allowed me to come and to, to worship with you and, and, and to, to hear good preaching. My soul is getting harder and harder to find a church where you hear good preaching. Amen. But I thank God tonight that he is greater. He is greater than the devil that takes all our blessings away. And I thank God tonight that he's greater than anyone and he's greater than anything that stands in the way of our service and our worship to him. I know, I know I let things get in the way of my worship. I let things get in the way of my praise to him. And I thank God tonight that he is greater than, than anyone. And he's greater than anything. And he took away, uh, Lord, a lot of things.
come and, and the fellowship and to be in the, in the, in the Herodown Baptist Church area and be able to come and visit with y'all. And I praise God uh, tonight for the opportunity, Lord, I have to stand before you tonight. I, 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 I realize, Brother Mike, and I've been knowing each other a long time, but I had no idea that Brother Jimmy called me last night. And I'll be honest, Brother Jimmy, I, I told you, Brother Jimmy called and I saw that telephone number, 423 or 
But I knew last night when he called, I need to pray. I need to ask God. I need to ask God if he wants me to pray or to preach. And I thank him for the answer that he gave me. In a short time, I called Brother Jimmy back, and I said, yes, yes, I will be honored to preach. But I want us to realize tonight where God wants you and I to be. And he wants us tonight to be in his perfect will. And I, I stand tonight, and I, and I, through God's greatness, and through his touch, and through his power, and through his, his blessed promises from this precious King James Bible that I just read again, that, that, that God, that God, through his power, and through his, his grace, and his mercy, then I'm able to, to come and speak tonight. But I'm, I'm glad to tell you, too, that, that I'm proclaiming the God's word and, and we, we, we are sometimes, we, we think that we know everything. And we've got a lot of people in our government, in our different walks of life, that think they know everything. But, but tonight, we, we have politicians and skeptics and scholars and intellectuals who they disagree with this word of God. They disagree with this word of God tonight. But the fact still remains that this word is God. Brother Jimmy, I think, go to the scripture uh, Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I'm thankful tonight to tell you, no matter what the politicians, all the intellectuals in the world think, he is still God today. This Bible is still the Word of God today. And I, and I thank God for his, his allowing me to have the knowledge to read the word and to believe the word. There's so many people today that don't believe this is God's word. They rather believe in something else than believe in God's word. But I'm thankful tonight that we need, but I'm thinking tonight, God, that you and I, we need to pray for those leaders. We've got a lot of, lot of people in our government, in our, in our daily walk of life that we meet, that we need to pray for. I find myself sometimes criticizing, criticizing people more than praying for people. I get, even sometimes in food line, I have an opportunity to, 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 to say something, and I don't say that because of their looks, and because of the way they act. And, I, and a lot of times I fail to witness them just because of what I think. But I'm glad tonight that he's put a desire in my heart to start proclaiming Jesus Christ. Start telling people more about his love and his grace and his mercy for me. I, I pray tonight that you would help me pray that God would use me in a mighty way that he, he had never done before. I've been several times preaching. And I've been, oh, I told Brother Barry Rackley. Uh, I asked him if he knew the brother Junior Gross. And uh, he admitted, Brother Jimmy, they... They had some uh, meetings over in uh, Hendersonville, I believe. And Brother Zeno used to go all the time. And Brother Barry said he remembered him. But I, I, tonight I wanted to kind of give him a testimony as far as Brother Zeno and him preaching my ordination service. Brother Zeno was a dear friend, not just my pastor, a friend. And I've gone to him in several places, and he'd preached, and I'd seen him. And we went to several churches, and I, I never will forget 
we went to this church up close to Stone Mountain, North Carolina, way back in the hills, and Brother Zeno had asked me to come and sing. And I was early. I got there early. And I was out there in the back of the church. There was a cow pastor. And Brother Jim and I, was, I went back. I was learning the broken road by those square parsons. I, I was learning that song. And I had my little CD, not CD, uh, cassette player. I had my cassette player with me. And I went back in the back of the church. And there was a little thing sitting there. And I took it on and turned that thing on, turned it up. And started singing the broken rose. And I, I probably sang 10 minutes going over that song because it's the first time I sang it in public. And I got through, and I told Brother Zeno, no, I got through, and this old cow way down there, boo. <laughs> My soul, what a blessing. But I didn't know if he said moo or boo. <laughs> but I thank him for the Spirit of God I felt that night. Even the cows love that singing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But I thank God for Brother Zeno. Yeah. He's been a precious, precious friend. I, and I thank him uh, that, that he uh, was was that dear friend. Brother R.J., I'm sure remembers Brother Zeno. They used to get around a lot together, but R.J. and Zeno. But I want to I wanna ask you tonight again about do you know where you're at as far as the will of God. You know, Paul, during his ministry, he was so attuned to the will of God. He was so attuned to the Spirit of God. In Acts 21 and verse 4, the Bible says, and Paul wrote, and finding disciples, we tarried there seven days. Who said to Paul through spirit, through the spirit, that he should not go up to Jerusalem? And as Paul, he knew where God wants him to be. Right. Sure. Paul knew that, as we should, as Christians tonight, where He wants us to be. He wants us to be in that perfect will, right. where we would be attuned to what He says to us. I'm thankful tonight that he gave me that answer yes, through his spirit when I prayed last night. That he gave me the answer that I knew, that I knew if Paul would go to Jim and say, yes, I can preach. I, I'll be glad to preach. But I prayed tonight that you would realize and you would, you would see as Paul saw that he listened to the spirit of God. But it says in verse 13 or 12 and 13 and when he heard these things both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem then Paul answered and I love his answer I love Paul's answer he says what mean ye to weep and to break mine heart what you mean to weep and break my heart for I am ready not to be bound only but to die for the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm willing to die. Are you willing to die? He was willing to die for us. Are you willing to die of self and witness tonight and, and, and tell people more about Jesus 
more about being saved. Yes, I, I've told several people, you need to be saved, but I didn't show them how. Didn't tell them how. I got a dear friend, they put roof on my house, and I've been a witness to him, helping me pray for him. His name's Jeffrey. Jeffrey Abel. Pray for him. Nice young man. Nice looking young man. And I've been witness to him several months. Jeffrey believes in God, but he don't believe in Jesus Christ. And I've won scripture and scripture and scripture trying to help him, trying to show him how to be saved, how to know that it's all because of Jesus that he'll be able to one day go to heaven if you just be saved. But he had a specific thing that he had a problem with. He said, I know that my dad and my brother were lost when they died. Will I see my brother and daddy again? I said, if you don't get saved, you will. But you'll see them in hell. And he told me, he said, I'd be willing to go there if I get to see my dad and my brother. And I tell him, Jeff, there's no way that you could even think about horrible, how horrible it is in that wicked place. But he said, I would still be willing to go there if I could see my mom and dad, or my daddy and my brother. Pray for him. Pray for him. And, and I constantly pray that God will help me and, and to, to give him the scripture that would convince him that the Lord Jesus Christ is the way, is the only way, and it's the only way that will ever be the way to get to heaven. I pray for him. But I, I, I'm thankful tonight that, that Paul knew and he, he, was, he was continuously attuned to God's word. But folks, we need to remember what great and wonderful things God has done for us. I, I think back to so many times that, that, that things have happened in my life and I know the only reason that I was lived through it, that I got through it in the same mind was all because of God, but all because of Christ and his, the spirit of God that brought me through. After time and time again, he brought me through and I'm thankful tonight that I believe tonight that I'm in the perfect will of God. But I'm glad to report to you and to proclaim to you tonight. He is also, as it says in chapter 32 and verse 4, he is the rock. Right. I'm glad tonight to report to you that he's the rock of my salvation. He is the rock that I leaned on when I, in October the 2nd, 1954. I got an anniversary coming up this year, October of Toward the second, 1954, I was nailed down. We, we had cottage prayer meetings. Uh, my dad and mom and I went to, uh, and my sister went to Old Fashioned Baptist Church. Brother Vernon McNeil held services every first Saturday night of the month. I didn't know till last night the exact date. I knew the time. I remember the time. So I looked back and, on a good old computer. Looked back there and found out that October the 2nd, 1954, was on a Saturday night. And I remember kneeling down by that old, that old, that old couch. Uh, we were poor folks. I don't know if any of y'all are, are in with me on this, but we were poor folks. We, my dad was a 
tenant farmer. He was a carpenter by trade, but we, uh, we were sharecroppers, if you will. And, and he would go to work and work for Howard Kiger Construction Company during the day. And, and then, then we'd raise four or five acres to back a year. And, and, but but, but what, what I meant by that, but not because we, we enjoyed life. We had a good life. We had a Christian home that I was brought up in and taught how to serve God how to be in church, and I praise God for my dad and my, and my mom and how they uh, encouraged us to be a Christian, live Christian, and, and to be. But I thank God in 1954 that I knelt down there and I asked God to be my Savior, and he's been my Savior ever since. Have I always lived right? Have I always been what I should have been? No. No. There's been times when I didn't have no idea, no idea how wicked thoughts and everything I did. And I'm talking about after I was saved. After I was saved. You said, Brother Barry, that's, that's not good doctrine. I, I, I said, no, I mean, I've told myself. No, it's not. But I had a bad thought line, and I was not always doing exactly what I knew God wanted me to do. Even as a teenager, it was my responsibility to, to, to on myself for myself to live a Christian life in front of other people but but I didn't I didn't do that but God in his almighty power brought me through that and picked me up and brought me through that but I was I always didn't listen to the Holy Spirit there's been times in my life when I know I know God was telling me you need to do this you need to do that but now I shake my head but God brought me through that. And he, he encouraged my heart and he, he showed within my heart and my mind how I need to serve him and draw my, draw my strength from him and not from me. And I praise God tonight that, that he saved me with his almighty power. You know, I've testified, testified and, 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 and I've not always been in, in God's will, but, but I thank God tonight and I'm sincere when I say this. I thank him tonight for the convicting power that he's put on my life. That he showed me. Showed me I was wrong. And he helped me through it. He, through his Holy Spirit and through the power of God. He helped me through those bad times. He helped me through those times when I was not doing what he wanted me to do. It was all because of him that I was able to stand tonight and proclaim that even that I am saved. It's all because of his amazing grace that I'm saved tonight. And I thank him tonight for that. But I've been <laughs> many times to God's woodshed. You know, back when I was growing up, we got a lot of switches. Uh, some of you older folks might know what I'm talking about. I remember many times that I've gone out behind the, the house there and, and pulled off switches for saying a bad word and, and get a spanking or a switching for saying a bad word right. and getting and doing things that I shouldn't do. Right. I was always picking on my brother Jack, brother Jack Jerry. I was always picking on him. And, and, and we, we, I'd, I'd fuss about the lights biscuit. I mean, I'd, 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 I was really mean to him. But thank God, one day, Jerry Wayne came to me and asked me to help him be saved, asked me to show him how to be saved. Amen. I remember those times. When I nailed down and showed him how to be saved, and I and I 
apologized to him and I asked him forgive me how I treated him when I, when I was when he was young and I, and I took advantage of him because he was smaller but I, I did I thanked him I, I, I asked him to forgive me and then this the, 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 the idea that he even wanted me to lead him to Christ oh my soul what a blessing that was and I praise God for that tonight that he was he came to me and he asked me to help him be saved and to show him how to be saved. But I thank God tonight that where I'm at and where God wants me to be, I don't have, I don't have to worry about different things. I don't have to worry about a kneel bladder. I don't have to worry about diabetes. I don't have to worry about my kidneys. They had to take one out when they did the bladder cancer. But I, take, I, I don't have to worry about your office anymore. I won't have to. And I won't have to worry about my clogged arteries. I won't have to worry about my eyesight and my hearing. I won't have to worry about any of that. Brother Jimmy won't have to worry about his physical problems. Brother Mike won't have to worry about his problems. Right. And Brother Charles won't have to worry about his immune system. Because we'll have a glorified body one of these days through the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad tonight I can report to you that it's real, that it's real tonight, folks. If we only would accept it, and we only come to the knowledge of knowing that it's all because of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful tonight for that. But I praise him that that I do remember back when. I do remember the old days. Sister Rita testified the other night about how people came down the the gravel road, come to the house, and she she got saved. But I, I remember the old days. And you hear preachers like Brother Joe Arthur and, and Brother Rackley preach, and you realize how it used to be. But it still can be that way today. Right. Amen. Amen. But think about how it used to be. I know I'm a lot older than some of you, but I remember the tent meetings. I remember in my grandma's yard, they set up a big tent. I had the sawdust, everything. Everything that you hear about, is, it was so. Brother Jimmy, it was real. And I remember the old preachers preaching. My grandpa, my grandpa wasn't saved at that time. And, and Grandpa got upset if I preached too long because it keeps his tobacco primers up too long. You know, he, he wanted things to be over sooner. But Grandma, Grandma would sit there so she'd almost fall off of the beach and listen to them old preachers preach the gospel. And I'm glad tonight that, that I can tell you through the messages of his, of, of knowing and hearing their word, hearing the word of God preached through them, that that was the reason that Barry got saved. I remember walking through there at the time when I wasn't saved. Man, I just flipped a soldier up and all this stuff. Didn't have no idea what the preacher was preaching about. But after I got saved, I got attuned. I got in tune to what God wanted for my life. I got in tune to what he wanted me to do. Amen. I thank you tonight that I remember, and we all should remember back those times. Do not ever forget to remember. We got to remember. We especially got to remember that day when Christ came into our life. If you can't remember tonight, ask God. Ask God to show you somewhere, somehow, the time that you accepted him, your Savior.
And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Brother Joe brought this up. And if you can't remember that, you might need to do a checkup. Amen? You might do a reality check, I believe they call it nowadays. Because we need to realize we are lost sinners without Jesus Christ in our lives. We are lost and undone without him unless we accept him as our Savior tonight. Remember the time. Remember the old days. And I, and I wrote a couple of things down that I, that I remember back in the old days, but I remember some things that he brought me to, through. He was my protector. I remember in 1964, and I was in Aleutian Islands in Alaska. I remember Brother Jim was walking along the beach. We had Japanese fishing boats all in the harbor there. And they would lose these little glass balls. I got four or five of them at the house. They had the webbing around them and everything. And we'd go down the beach and we'd search for those balls. Once in a while, you would find one of the big ones. And I always wanted to find one of the big ones. But I was walking down the beach. And I said beach. It was lava, really. Our, our site was on a dead volcano. It kind of give you some idea of what the beach looked like. But I was walking along. One of my friends was up on the, on the ridge, probably about 50 yards up the ridge. And I was walking along with for the, for the glass balls. And all at once I looked up, and there was a Kodiak bear about 40, 50 yards up laying down asleep. And I thank God for his protection. I thank God that he let me look up in time to see that before waking her up. Because I, man, I, I, I was pretty strong back then. I was pretty fast back then. And I ran back and got up that ravine, went up on the top with my buddy, and we looked down. And there's this huge Kodiak bear standing there and two little cubs. And I knew, I knew that God had protected me. I knew within my heart that it was all because of him. It's all because of him that I'm able to be here today. I remember those old times. I remember the times when he had been my protector. But I also remember a time flying into LaGuardia Airport. I was on the Isle of Crete and came in, and, and we were, were descending, and it was foggy. Never forget it. Brother, that clock ain't right, is it? Praise God. That thing said five minutes after nine. I, I could just see people wanting to get out and, and, and go. Amen. <laughs> oh, my soul, I'm glad that clock's not right. But I just I just was thinking about his protection. I was flying into LaGuardia. It was cloudy, foggy. And we were descending. And just as we got out of the clouds and saw a little sunshine, a little Piper Cub went by probably within 40, 50 yards of that aircraft, of that jet aircraft. And I thank God for his protection. I thank God for his protection because it was, it was just so real in my heart how I could have gone then, how I could have not been able to see my wife again and my two children at the time. But I thank God for his protection power. And I remember the old times. But I want us tonight to remember, I, I talked about the messages that 
we've heard from different preachers. Oh, so many, so many. I remember Brother John R. Rice preaching on heaven. I remember Brother Sammy Allen. Sammy Allen, he preached a service at Red Kirby's Church in Keene, North Carolina. And he preached a sermon entitled Calvary. I still got a little cassette of it. My son and I, Brian, uh, Sister Susan knows Brian. We, we listened to that all the way to Florida and back at a camp to a camp meeting. And Brother Samuel had a point for every one of the letters in Calvary. And the many, many times that I thought about those points and how he helped me and my son during that time to be able to listen to the Word of God all the way to Florida and back. And then to think of all the preachers that I remember some of the sermons and how it's touched our heart. I remember Brother Joe. I remember Brother Barry. I remember Brother Jimmy. Last Sunday was a blessing to my heart. Sunday night especially, I enjoyed that message. Brother Mike, many times I've enjoyed his preaching, and I thank God for him. And I thank God that I'm able to, to remember the old times and remember yes, a few days back. I, I praise God, but we all should never forget to remember. But I thank God tonight that, that there's been times in my life when the preaching and the teaching and the, and the studying and everything has just in, instilled in my heart the need to serve him more, to serve him better. And if you're here tonight and you can't remember, I ask tonight, please come to the altar tonight and get it right. Let Jesus, let Jesus encourage your heart. And let the Spirit of God encourage your heart like it always did, Paul. And be attuned. Bring yourself to the knowledge and the understanding that you need to be attuned to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I thank you tonight. Amen. Miss Susan's going to come to the piano and play. And let's not forget to remember. <clears throat> no, I don't, I wasn't, my parents were saved, weren't good Christians at the time. They didn't live bad. They just didn't raise me in church much. And I miss out a lot of that. You know, I'm old enough to remember some things you're talking about, but I wasn't involved in them. My wife is younger than me, but she was involved in them. And we need to remember that kind of stuff. And and re remember the people, just like he's talking about in, in what God said, ask the elders. Yes. Listen to them. They're not telling fairy tales. Right. When they're talking about prayer meetings and, and tent meetings and sawdust. Hey, if you're here and you're young, you don't know what sawdust is, ask somebody about it. And most of us do, but a lot of, a lot of us don't. And uh, but she plays. If Lord's touched your heart tonight, you need to come pray. Maybe there's something on your heart. Maybe He talked about being in God's perfect will. Maybe you need to inch a little closer to God's perfect will. Talk about the thought life. Most time our thought life's not right because our prayer life's not right. Maybe you're here tonight and you never received Christ as Savior. If you can come forward and let somebody know you need to be saved, you want somebody to pray with you about anything, we'll be glad to do that. You want it all.
come. These right now for just another minute.